Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You don't get any satisfaction out of working? No, I love this. But this doesn't feel like work. We're not like working on the railroads, Dave. Dave and Mahoney. I am very familiar with all of the stuff that you do behind the scenes. Virtually nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, so I don't know exactly how this happens, but this is not great. You know how we saw not that long ago that big train derailment in Ohio and like that enormous plume of smoke that was terrifying? Uh, That happened again. Not a train derailment this time, but the huge plume of smoke. This time in Texas, and it's because somehow there was a massive fire at a Texas dairy farm, and officials were pretty stunned at the scale of the death of livestock because 18,000 cows died in the fire. That's a cow genocide. Yeah. Would this be considered the world's largest barbecue? Definitely. I think so. Simultaneously, 18,000 cows also. Burning to death? Man. You got to feel bad for those cows. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) Those poor I know that cows get slaughtered anyhow, but like, damn, that's a bad way to go. That's not the way. There's humane ways or animalistic kind ways to go about doing that. What's crazy is, I mean, you think uh, that's an incredible amount of cows, 18,000. I guess that's only like 20% of the cows that are slaughtered in America on any given day. Not month. But 20% is week. enough to jack up the prices. You a just meat. know it. You <laughs> yeah. know it. So yeah, meat is, prices are already high as they are. Is right. meat going to go up? Or, I mean, this is a dairy farm, so is milk going to go up now? Because milk. Yeah, milk's going to go up. So they uh, they easily surpassed the previous high of a 2020 fire in upstate New York that killed 400 cows. This is, again, 18,000. Well, probably we need to ask the question as well. Was this a big dairy farm? Like, was this a notable brand? I'm not familiar. Was like, this with like a Tyson of chicken? The dairy farm hierarchy, but um, I'm not sure. You don't yeah. drink milk? No, but I, I drink mean, milk, you know milk but, brands. Like loose, like Lucerin, isn't that what it's called? Lucin? That L brand is the one that I'm familiar Lucerin with. Or something like and that. then there's I put like a gun a- to my head right now, and I could not name a single milk brand. And I'm there's like, another yeah. one that starts with an A. Like Anderson. Anderson's or something. But there's okay, there yeah, a lot, no, a lot of them are regional, right, yeah. though, yeah. too. And I'm True. Do we know any egg brands? I know egg, Eggland's best. And then there's best. Fairlife. Kirkland. Milk. Kirkland? Well, yeah, that's yeah. all I buy is my, you know. <laughs> Fairlife, actually, they're not very fair. They're animals. But do you but need to market yeah. eggs and milk? Like It always struck me as very weird because a huge part of when we were growing up was the milk campaigns. Not for any brand, but just it's like Britney Spears milk. up there just like in a bikini top just luring you in. So for us it dairy. was always like the the young kid who's kind of scrawny walking around, he had the glass of milk in his hand, but then like he takes a sip and he turns into this like stud football player with this super hot girlfriend. He's made like, your bones strong. Yeah, drink milk and you'll turn into a super fit football player with a hot chick. I mean, I drink a gallon of whole <laughs> milk every day. Of my life in and my now teenage years. You are years. married to a super fit hot chick. It worked out for you. Is that Actually, how that works? I think so. I am man. not a star football player. You know, that is you, for sure. But you do you, look like a dairy cow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're quite welcome. Set me on fire. You're listening.
listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, so this is a really strange thing to happen to you, Audrey, but did you know this Amazon delivery guy that just decided to go swimming randomly at your apartment? Oh, no, 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 no. So I was just kind of like laying out enjoying the day, and um, all of a sudden, a guy just comes kind of like barreling through the pool area, and I look over, and I'm like, oh, that's an Amazon delivery driver. Maybe he's just trying to like cut through the pool in order to get to his next delivery like uh-huh. what would you assume that's yeah that's you're delivering something you're, you're sure. a delivery guy you're probably delivering stuff what yep. you do he proceeds to take off his shoes and then his socks and looks over and goes don't tell my boss <laughs> and then just jumps in fully clothed into the pool <laughs> what that is such a strange thing so he didn't even take his shirt off no, fully clothed into the pool. And it's hot. I get it. So I was just like, you know what? I would. That's like a daydream for anybody who's working outside. Like the thought of just you dipping into a cold but, pool is like peak. But, gotta, but I just wasn't expecting but it. But in your clothes. Yeah, like, I mean, it's one thing. That, yeah, it's, uh, you throw on some uh, swim trunks. You you jump in. You do a can opener, a cannonball, whatever you, <laughs> right. you, you I may. Can, I can even understand. Like, you take the shirt off Which, and then you take the shorts off and, like, you just have your underwear on. You dive in like that. And then your underwear is still wet. But the rest of you, you're not like. Soaking wet, or when you just go to even get your feet in, in there. So something. Speaking of feet, this wasn't even the weirdest part of the whole entire story. Okay, so he's getting out of the pool, and and you know I'm kind of trying to rationalize the thought of like how we're trying did to do right now. Did he swim around right? in there, no. or did he just like jump in and got out immediately? He kind of did that little head where you only see the head, and he bobbed around for like a minute. Was he checking you out? Because that's that's the the creeper dude move. Where you're oh, like, I love that for me. Yeah, like we are floating around like a hippopotamus and just your eyes are above <laughs> your the ears, water. Your ears are wiggling. You're, you're, you're like, hello. <laughs> like an alligator. Yeah. Peter Pan. Yeah, no, man. So, but he get, ends up getting out and he goes to put his shoes and socks back on. And as he's putting his socks back on, I realize they were toe socks. He was putting on socks one toe at a time and his feet were wet because he had no oh. so he was struggling it's I, like putting on gloves super tight gloves <laughs> for your feet but he was soaking wet man i mean the toe socks are just so weird i <laughs> hate this guy oh, i don't God. know him but i hate him what are you talking about it, everything that you just did in this whole social interaction it was weird it was it's weird as hell and, man you know and i do have a lot i love me some amazon man like i will call you and expect a package in an hour. So, like, I, if you want to take a little dipperoo, but he kept saying stuff like, Yeah, I really hope my boss doesn't find out. Uh, you know, like, kind of in like insinuating, like, don't be a snitch. So, naturally, I think he's here. We are on the radio <laughs> yeah, telling the story because it, it's so bizarre. But it just seemed, are you sure it wasn't like some sort of like no imposter? No, straight up Amazon. And somebody even at the pool goes, I didn't even know that you had a code to in here. Like, because my entire complex is digital. There's no keys. There's no nothing. Like, you so have, you to have to have a code, code to get into the, into the pool. And he goes, yeah, I have a code, and I'm going to keep it. So for whenever I want to do this again. Was there, like, a bunch of hot chicks out there? No. How many people were huh. at the pool when this happened? My boyfriend, myself, one, two, like two, maybe four or five people. And so you total. were there. Okay, so you're there with your boyfriend. Boy, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that does change things. Huh. That is so weird. Right? Yes. and Because, I mean, just think about it. If it wasn't an apartment so complex, would you allow your Amazon delivery driver to just who go just for a swim in the in back? In your backyard. No, man. <laughs> it's so weird. It is toe socks. <laughs> ah. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? 
that this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, David. Hello, Mahoney and the, the Audrey. I have a question. Cars are being run on fossil fuels and electrical cars are trying to be pushed on us as well for the better of the world, perhaps. What is the third thing that cars will be run on in the future? Thank you. Message deleted. Dumb yes, questions. David. Dumb questions? Yeah. Dumb questions. <laughs> I hope. And, hey, well, you, and you are going to be the world's richest man yes. as a result of that. Absolutely. <laughs> man, I don't know. And why would you think we would know? Or have an assumption or also, a care? Just, <laughs> <laughs> you seen the price of cars lately? Yeah, Mahoney, we're actually just looking Oof. at them. Well, because Mahoney's had his eye on that uh, Toyota Sequoia for quite some time. Yeah. Yes. I saw one of those the other day. I was like, damn. That's a good looking SUV. <laughs> it's a SUV. great looking car, but man, I'm just like, oh. I just think about like, it's the price of the house I grew up in now. Yeah. Oh it, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. wild. It's, it's crazy how much cars have gone up. And not come back down because for the longest time it was like, oh, like, there's a shortage of chips, and you're like, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> whatever then, you are going to use to gouge the price. And, and then they're like, oh, the chips are back, and then you're like, the price is still as high as it was. Because they know people will pay them. Yeah. And we and I will because you know what? Yes, sucker. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, speaking of cool, one of the cars that I had such high hopes for. Um, and Dave, I think we were actually talking about this the other day. A car that I just expected to look so sick out on the roads, and now it's just like the new mom van. It's the new RAV4 to me. You don't like it, really? The new Broncos. You don't like the Broncos? Well, so it depends, because like when they first started marketing the new Broncos, they were, they were marketing the big, beefy ones. Yeah. And then they released like the standard version, and it's like the size of a RAV4. And you're like, what? The? That is so disappointing, because when you think of a Bronco, you think a murderer in a police chase, you know, like a big vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, you're not lying. Yeah, but yeah. I was that just wasn't expecting even that big a little of a bit Bronco. more. That wasn't even the that, but that was one. a normal that was the size too. Yeah, that was like a normal size Bronco. Yeah. yeah, I mean, big enough to fit OJ in it. You know, <laughs> like I don't and know. Al Collins, don't forget, don't forget Al. Don't forget. Oh Al. man, he's he just along, been there panicking. He's along he? for the ride too. He's like, should we pull over the entire police department behind us right now? <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Have you witnessed? anyone or heard of someone actually saying no at the altar? I mean, what happens after that? The whole thing sounds terrible. Message deleted. So I've shared this many times and I'll share it again with you. I will not go to a wedding that I think is going to end in divorce. Mahoney. I just don't. Okay, but do you just know because you've heard the drama within their relationship or how would you assume to know that they're going to divorce? all know people that are getting married and you're like, that is not going to work. And then it doesn't last. I mean, if it's a tell me, tell me that you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, well, you see I, my some, feelings are just hurt because Mahoney didn't come to my first marriage's wedding. And how did that end up? <laughs> <laughs> he did give me a sweet gift, though. I think I don't know. My my registry was messed up. It was just a bunch of foreshadowing. I had the flu on my wedding day too, man. Like it was just like a hot mess. It was like, it's like this. The universe was giving me every sign. First, Mahoney saying no to coming to my wedding. <laughs> then just getting sick, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, man, I just I'm really bad at noticing red flags. Like, <laughs> really bad. If I, I think. <laughs> if I think you're gonna get divorced, but it's like your second wedding and it's a cool destination wedding sure. where I want to go because then, then there's something in it for you. Yeah. But if you just like come down to the local chapel and sit there for a couple of hours while we exchange nuptials Ass. in a fairly awkward environment. You know what? That's a good point, Mahoney. I feel like you should 
be anti first wedding. And then you anybody who you know who's got their second wedding, like roped up, that's the one you go or to. Or definitely third wedding because then it's just going to be a party. A party. Oh, yeah. they, they, they don't give a damn at that point. <laughs> Do you give a gift at the third wedding? No, no because you're 58 <laughs> years old at that point. Like, no. What do you mean? Please leave a message after the tone. Why are tears the only bodily secretion that we don't view as disgusting? Message deleted. I don't really view saliva as disgusting. Like if somebody's drooling? Yeah, I mean, like my own saliva is not really gross. Really? I, I, I get real gross. Like if I'm taking a nap or something, I wake up and I'm drooling. I'm like, ugh. I need like, it, yeah. man. Could you imagine how <laughs> if, your mouth was just, if your mouth was just dry? Like oh, you had super ass dry feeling. mouth. No. Oh my god, that is the worst feeling. Yes, dry mouth. It, yeah. it sticks around for forever too, man. Like uh-huh. you could be drinking a gallon of water, doing that thing when it's your your water is by your bed, and you're just like, <laughs> 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 it's like there's not enough water to make my Dude. mouth not taste like the Sahara. I woke up and knocked my bedside. You leave it open? It's a, I drink it out of like a bottle. So it's like, uh, you know, okay. like a Mineragua, you know, yeah. from Haritos. You drink sparkling water? That's <laughs> my bed? Yeah. God, you are so extra. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So I have a question for you guys about on-the-road etiquette. So you see people that, you know, are driving, and a lot of people do things that you wouldn't do, and you kind of, you're like, that's just strange. But then from time to time, you'll run into something that really strikes you as odd. So I'm driving down the road the other day, Checking out the new neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Creeping. A little bit, yeah. Just sort of cruising around, and we're at a stoplight, and all of a sudden, the the car of the passenger side car of the door next to me swings open. And it's like a work truck, and it's for an auto detailing business. And a younger guy, who obviously is probably working for that company, but he's sitting in the passenger seat, leans out, and he has, you know, like one of those like kind of floppy camo hats? Yeah. With a little the summer, that goes summertime hat. Yeah, if you yeah. think of, uh, Caddyshack, the hat that Bill Murray was wearing. Yeah, but camouflage. Uh, so he leans out of the vehicle and he just goes, and a huge snot rocket comes out of one nostril. Okay. And then he refires on the other nostril and another huge snot rocket comes out. That's and a- part of it gets like on the side of the, the, his van. Okay. But That's- he didn't open the window and do it, he opened the door to do it. And I just thought, that is literally something that I would never in my entire life ever do. Not First on all, the road. Not on the road. I no. mean, but also like, who has that many boogers? Allergy season is really kicking a lot of people's butt. I, my I allergies it, are worse now. I haven't had allergies in like 15 years, and they are destroying, destroying me right me. now. Like yeah. my voice is different right now. So you guys are taking up for the booger guy? No, no I mean, I'm just saying I kind of okay. get it. All right. <laughs> I mean, I've been there in a situ in a similar situation, but I mean, when you're on a major road. And you do that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I've, I've, I've had to throw up out of my car a couple times because you know there's what? specifically one day that I just will remain burned into my head forever. It was like when Fireball first came out, Oof. and Dave and I went out with one of our other friends, mm-hmm. and our friend was uh, trying to convince us to get into Bitcoin, which we should have done <laughs> at that time. It's yeah, up. Yeah. at that time, yeah. and also Fireball. He's like, "Hey, did you hear about this new liquor?" called Fireball. We should try it. Then we drink a whole bunch of Fireball not knowing anything about it. We're like, oh, this tastes really good. Yeah. The next day, we're going to like do the final walkthrough of the house that we were building. And my wife and I, she was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, God. I had I was so hung over the next day that I we we're driving like three blocks to this place. I had to open the car door and, and vomit outside of it. She's and then, like, I am moving in with this dude. And she then, doesn't drink. I couldn't do the walkthrough. I was so like, it was spinning. I was still so hung over. So I had wow. to lay on the carpet. 
Oh my God. And so I think she really, at that moment, was contemplating because she had never, she lived at home and she had never lived with anybody else before. And so she was like, this is the person who I'm going to move out of my, my dad's house and move in with at this moment in my life. And she did uh, it. She did. And what a mistake. Yeah, that, so anything else after that, I'm like, that's on you. You saw what kind of piece of trash I am. But I will say opening the door as opposed to rolling down the window is probably the more preferred method of expelling things. Because if you do it out a rolled down window, it's definitely getting down the side of your car. Yeah, you can tell that this is not the first rodeo for Snot Rocket Man uh, because he, he hawked the boogers out. <laughs> And then, like, like I said, he got a little bit on the side of the vehicle. And I looked back and saw that it was an auto detailing company that he worked for, uh-huh. which I thought was kind of ironic. But then he popped the door back open, had a little towel. He's like, whoop, just got it right off. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? There are certain people out there in the wild that really believe that the entire world revolves around them. And today we have a Karen that is upset at a yodeling pickle. <laughs> okay, I need more of an explanation, right, please. So let me just hold up a picture for you you guys to see here. This is like a little trinket gift where you push a button on the side of a plastic pickle. It's got a little speaker on it, and it sits there and yodels. Dave, it's a yodeling pickle. No aggression that is too big or too small for these Karens and Darrens of the world to write about. I feel like this lady has never been around one of those Billy Bass. The, it's very big reminiscent of the Big Mouth Billy Bass, for sure. <laughs> okay. But this, this yodeling pickle has 4.6 out of 5 stars with over 10,000 reviews on Amazon. Those are all robots. There's no way. There's no way 10,000 people were clamoring to the I internet. I love my yodeling pickle. <laughs> uh, this one is entitled Average Consumer. It said 5 out of 5 stars. Every one of these big family meals where discussions and tempers are more heated than the mashed potatoes and in the vein of Uncle Dave's forehead is red and throbbing, simply place a yodeling pickle on the table and wait for the hilarity. Chase said five out of five stars. I can't count the number of times I've been out and about in a need of an emergency yodeling pickle. I've tried many alternatives, but all were poor substitutes. You can imagine my relief on learning that my quest was at an end. You know how much this yodeling pickle runs on Amazon? Uh, We do because Karen happened to mention that in her review. But she is not pleased. She said one out of five stars. Every time I go online looking for a Christmas gift for my blind son, it pops up. Marketed like it was something fun. I keep seeing it. It's almost like it's following me. I would be at the store trying to pull up a coupon for my phone. What would be there? The yodeling pickle! When I got it, it was something that should have been given out for tickets in an arcade. It only makes one sound. It's not even true yodeling. I am Dutch and grew up with a community of yodelers, and this is a lame excuse for a true yodel. Put them in Happy Meals. Don't rip me off for 15 bucks, you yodeling pickle! Those, those are just called cookies, Karen. They, they follow you around on the internet, man, after you search something. It's just... Sometimes people don't know what a cookie is, Mahoney. Also, it absolutely worked. The marketing of this, she said she bought the pickle and was displeased she... because it was not a true yodel. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. 
All right, let's take some otherwise normally fairly normal mundane things and add violence. That's the, that's the theme of today's Redneck Report. Um, we have a uh, gentleman that went to a family Easter barbecue. Okay. Just a little get together. I mean, that's what you kind of do, a barbecue on Easter. That's hide some not... eggs for the kids and the family. Yeah. Everyone says outdoors, you're having you're a good time. You're wearing your Dockers and a button-down plaid shirt And much brighter colors than you normally would. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pull out the baby blue button-down uh-huh. out of the closet. Yeah. Wife dresses you. That's what happens on Easter. Uh, but this uh, this barbecue got a little a little violent. Uh, this, this one gentleman, his name is Angelo Arroyo. He actually got arrested on Wednesday, so it took a couple of days, I don't know, um, for them to figure out what was going on. But him and another family member started arguing about what they said was past issues. And he got so upset that he decided that he was going to start swinging an axe and a machete at multiple family members. Oh. I'm going to tell you this what? right now. There is nothing more crackhead than, like, axe-wielding, machete-tossing, like, move. Yeah, you like, got You it. cannot be on crack, That's and I would still be like... Big crackhead energy. So, Something's cracked. Yeah. I'm still confused why Easter was on Sunday, he's arrested on Wednesday, it's three days later, and then he was arrested. Would you call that he was... Uh, Resur arrested? <laughs> Resur arrested because it was three days later. <laughs> you are exhausting. <laughs> I think you're probably angry that Jesus decided to rise again on a Sunday and not in the middle of the work week. Yeah, yeah. Why not a Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Could have had a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a uh, late night Monopoly game that also has a dash of violence sprinkled in. A couple of people got uh, sent to the hospital after being cut with a Japanese katana sword. Because somebody got upset during a Monopoly game. First, I, mean, I understand, the, you know, the Monop- Monopoly can be very frustrating. The second most violent of all board games. But there's there's only one acceptable move, and that's to flip the board. So, first <laughs> off, I'm, I've got a couple issues with this story, Dave. That 100% was not a Japanese katana. That was made. That was a smoke shop katana. It was made in a smoke that shop. That thing was made in China, and it's from China. Of course, it is. no doubt. <laughs> can we like? Can we just get? Can we just like? I mean, I know we hate to regulate anything in this country, but can we just stop the sale of ninja swords in smoke shops? Nobody that walks into a smoke shop to buy a ninja sword is going to use that for the right purposes. Nothing good is coming from that ninja sword. No, man, it's going to look awesome next to all my bongs. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest, dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This this, this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Every single week, we hear just magical things from the internet, and many of those things we weave into the content that makes up this show. Uh, we play a game called Tipsy or Toddler, where people try to figure out, distinguish whether something was said by a very drunk person or a little kid based on the actual words that because were said. Because we just revert to our simplest forms, our younger selves, when we get just blackout drunk. And toddlers act like little drunk people. Like, they're constantly falling over. They're just knocking. They're just making a mess. They're just little disasters. Uh, This one, although it sounded like a toddler refusing to get into a car, like just being a stubborn kid, it turned out it was, no, a very drunk lady instead. Hey, Roy, I'm ready to get in the car. Don't touch me. I'm ready to get in the front of the car. All of you is getting in the car. Hop, two, three, four. Hop, two, three, four. Please again. Drunk people are so much more charming when they have an accent. 
Are they? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, we I just find people with thankful. accents to be so much nicer and more interesting than us. But I don't think that way at all. Really? I, mean, I, I want to hear... If there is a hot guy with a hot accent, then maybe. But, I mean, otherwise, I'm not like, hey, just because you have an accent, you are more charming. Dudley Moore. Case in point. Yeah. I mean, had he had, had he sounded like Kevin James, he would not have been a movie star. (laughs) He wouldn't. (laughs) The next one here is also from Tipsy or Toddler. This was a little kid, though. He's got to go back in with his friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping him warm. Why? Holding a little baby bird. I get it, man. I've been there, done that. I I feel like this is me when I am drunk and somebody tells me to put down that that last chicken nugget. He's got to go back in with his friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping him warm. Why? It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) The sadness in that kid's voice just breaks my heart, Dave. Uh, this one is from Fast Food Freakouts, and what's interesting about this clip, because we, you know, we we do the feature every week where you know, there's people melting down in fast food restaurants across the country, but normally the person doesn't also work in an insult to themselves and their friend when they're yelling at the manager, but in this case, she did. Figured it out. I asked for napkins. Guess what? They gave me one napkin for my order. She's rude. How so? How so? I mean, I, I I will act the same way in any fast food establishment if you forget my nugget sauce. The nugget sauce. I will melt down. Yeah, the, the horsey sauce from Arby's. Chick-fil-A sauce. Ooh. Fry sauce spoke. from Freddy's. Mm-hmm. All of it. I had to split a napkin the other day because they only give us one to the table. You had to split a napkin? Like yeah, you I had to tear, I'd it, in tear it in half. <laughs> so so I get, feel this? I do. <laughs> uh, and finally... For the internet is undefeated. This is a clip from Cover Your Ears where there was an, uh, a gentleman by the name of Patrick Vocals that was covering Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It and ha- may be the finest cover of Queen we've ever heard in our yeah, life, Take Dave. it easy, Dave. It's, uh, it's up there. <laughs> I mean, because doing Freddy's yeah. not easy. It's, it's not. It's just not. And, I mean, this is a massive hit on the internet. 474 views on this bad boy on YouTube. So okay. this guy's on his way. <laughs> no, we will not let you go. Let him go. It's middle Never let me go. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, mama mia, mama mia. Mama mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So the strangest thing happened to me. I'm just hanging out at my house. It's the middle of the afternoon. I'm there alone. But it was a nice day, so I had the like the patio door open. And this, Dave, is a house that you're renting right now. You're in not- transition in between houses because yeah. we're selling our house and we're buying another one. And so, yeah, this isn't a, like, I'm not familiar, that, that familiar with the neighborhood, but it's fine, right? Rough neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of laying on the couch doing a, a, little, a little TV watching, a little 
a little afternoon nap, if you will. And this is kind of outside of what you normally get to do on a day-to-day basis. I have four kids that normally would not allow me to nap on the couch, but it was a really nice day. I just finished up with, like, the bulk of my work, and I'm like, I'm just going to, like, chill out for a little bit before... I move on to the evening part of my day. But how awesome is that? Because I get to do that every day of my life. I, I envy you. <laughs> but And you've always judged me. But my nap was was interrupted and in a very, very strange way. So there's an upstairs to this condo that I'm renting. And I'm laying on the couch. And again, the, the door is open. So that may have something to do with this. I'm not sure. But it just struck me as really odd because I'm laying on the couch kind of dozing off. And I hear a phone ring. And I'm like, is there a phone in this condo that I'm renting? For I mean, this? what kind of phone ring is it? Is it like a cell phone ring? Is it like one of those old timey like rotary home phone rings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, it, what it actually sounded like, because I'm, I'm I'm glad that you asked that question. It sounded like a like a landline ring, but the kind of landline ring that you would have as a ringtone on a cell phone, if that makes sense. You know, like, so it, like from the from the calling per- perspective. Yeah, like when. Like a like, you know how some people have, like, the ring on their cell phone where yeah. it sounds kind of like a landline? Yes. So that's that's the ring that it's making. Mm, and so okay. I'm like, that's weird. And I'm like, where is that coming from? Like, is there a phone in this condo somewhere that I'm just mm. not aware of? Because I hadn't seen a phone anywhere. And also, why would you have a landline in a, what, what's a, a rental. newly renovated rental condo? It just mm-hmm. seemed weird. And so I'd start, like, looking around to see if I can find one. And I think maybe it's coming from outside because, again, the patio door is open. Okay. And then I, I I start to realize no it sounds a lot more like it's coming from upstairs, and that struck me as really odd because there's no one else at this condo except for me. And you don't have like people above you, right? No, it's, it's just like it's a, a, it's a like you know yeah. There's no one above me, so okay. it's just me in this condo alone, and it sounds like it's coming from upstairs. And I walk up the stairs. And I, I look over to the room that, because my kids came and visited last weekend, where the girls had stayed, and, like, the blinds to the balcony are kind of pushed open. I'm like, I thought I closed those. That's so weird. So you're staying in a haunted house? Do they have haunted, like, renovations? Like, when you, yeah, like, man. make them a modern Airbnb rental? It's <laughs> like the ghost of Shiplap past. <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, that's really weird. I thought that that was closed. And I walk over to the door the, like the patio door upstairs, because there's a little patio mm-hmm. off of that bedroom, and it's unlocked. And I'm like, that is just so strange. I, like, I would never leave that unlocked, and why would that be unlocked in the first place? And then I noticed that the chair on the patio outside is moved ever so slightly, and like the pillow is knocked over. And then I walked out onto this patio for the first time, because why would I walk out on the patio of like the secondary bedroom? And it's connected to the patio next door. You know what I'm talking about where there's, like, a railing that goes around just your patio? Sure. But then it's directly connected to the railing for the next patio over, which is the next unit over. And so I'm like, was there somebody in that unit next door that hopped over the patio and came to sleep in to that bedroom? (laughs) And then their phone rang, which is why they hurriedly rushed out and left... You know, kind of a mess with the blinds partially open. Stuff? I don't know. It's, it freaked me out. So this wasn't out. your kids. It could have been, right? So there's a couple of things where I, I, again, I think that I closed that blind. I think that I locked that door. It's it's possible, I guess, that I just imagined doing those things, but I'd kind of cleaned up in that room, and so I'm pretty sure that I would have noticed that. And then the the ringing of the phone 
could have been from outside where the patio door was, but it really sounded like it was coming from upstairs. Well, Dave, it seems like you have one simple solution to all of this. You have to booby trap the entire upstairs like yep. Home Alone style yes. and just whack um, you know, whoever is going to be coming in with a possible can of paint. Swinging can of paint. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's go Legit. to Lowe's after this. Uh, flamethrower. Flamethrower for uh, sure. I need, I, need a be- I need a BB gun. I need an iron to put in the thing what and some that? micro machines. What was that thing that he put around the doorknob? In Home Alone, I that burnt Marv's hand. I think he just had it like hot, like he was just. It was hot, but he had like a little thing that he put on there, and I, I don't know I exactly still, like, what that I'm, thing was. I'm an adult. I don't know what that was. I'm like, I've never used one of those. I don't. What? What was that? And I need that movie. You got ten seconds to get the hell out of here. I'm gonna pump you full of lead. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney <laughs> Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If someone told you, say a movie quote, what is the first that comes to your mind? Message deleted. For me, almost universally, it's something from Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura because that was those Ron Burgundy and Anchorman, obviously a little bit after that. But yeah, before memes existed, that's just how dudes communicated. Those were other. just audio memes. Yeah, that's how you knew that you know you were of the same mindset yeah. if you thought the same movies were funny. But when you said, "What's the first one that comes to mind?" The first one that popped up to me is Jack Nicholson in. That's the first one that hears Johnny. No, in A Few Good Men. Uh, you can't handle the truth. Okay. All right. He's, Which, he actually has a lot now that you think about it. I mean, he uh, used to be a phenomenal actor. And he now did. Just, has know. he done a good, when's the last time Jack Nicholson did a good movie? I don't think he's acting anymore. Did he quit? Hey. Well, he was doing some rom-coms there for a little bit with yeah. like Meryl yeah. Streep. Dude, yeah. that movie with Helen Hunt, uh, as good as it gets, phenomenal. But I think that's where he, you know, that was like peak. And then after that, it was just kind of like De Niro and you're just like, Man, but just, you know, surprisingly, who you know, because when you have these actors, you know, as they they stop playing the Billy badass, you know, right? Because it's more age appropriate, maybe for them, sure, to go. Okay, I want to start doing more lighthearted stuff. Um, but surprisingly, the person who has done that so well recently, we've talked about this, is Harrison Ford in Shrinking. Like, I because he for the longest time was always like and still is like playing Indiana Jones. But, man, him in, like, the comedic role, I didn't think that it would work, and he is fa- fantastic. If you haven't seen Shrinking on Apple TV+, Plus, it's so good. It is probably the best new comedy. It is replaced Ted Lasso for me. Same it's, exe- it's fast-paced, too. Yeah, same executive producer as yep. Ted Lasso, but it has that, like, real sharp wit well, and comedy about darker. it. it's darker. But it is darker, yeah. Because it, it feels like Ted Lasso, and I haven't really subscribed to it like you guys have, Dave Mahoney, but I, I think that whenever I am expecting to watch Dave La- uh, or uh, Ted Lasso, it's like the golden retriever, whereas uh, shrinking is like the cat. See, I, I feel like season three, you know, even though we're only halfway through it, it's it's got a lot, a long way to go to, to get it back. Because season one and two were perfect. Yeah, I, three I has right. been the worst so far. But it is it does have some like darker subject matter to later it. on in in season three for Ted Lasso. But as much as shrinking does, okay. So I mean, I the mean, premise no, the, of shrinking is this guy ends up losing his wife and he has a daughter and they're trying to make it through life together. Him being a psychologist, right? So I mean, psycho therapy in general is just kind of dark. So any humor you add to that is a little. It's really really dreary good, if you haven't given it a shot. <laughs> and Harrison Ford fantastic. is. He has, he has redeemed himself Absolutely. for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Please leave a message after the tone. 
You can usually tell a lot about a person solely based off the fact that they don't or won't wear their seatbelt. If someone gets in your car and doesn't buckle up, do you tell them or just let them be? Message deleted. That's on you. No. Like, I'm not. I'm not the seatbelt police. No, you are. You will not sit in my car without your seatbelt on if it's sitting there. If, dings. It, dings. if it dings, if it dings, then I will tell you to yeah, put you it put on. Put that damn thing on. I don't think my pastor seat. Somebody else's dime. I don't think my pastor seat dings though. Mine does. Mine does. It's annoying. I don't mind the ding when I'm by myself. What? You'll roll around without a seatbelt on? What does it matter with you? Um, your life is chaos, lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I don't know. It's just like sometimes whenever I get in, I don't notice it immediately until like it's turned off. I don't, it's I'm not, not like, like a, the like, first thing you, you do. grab the seatbelt, click it in. It's not the first thing I do. The first thing After I do I s- is turn on my Apple Maps because I have no idea where the hell I'm going ever. <laughs> <laughs> What's, I was thinking about that the other day. Even if I know exactly where I'm going, I'll still pull up the maps. Absolutely. Just because if there's traffic, I want to avoid it and I want them to tell me that. And the cops. They'll tell you where the cops, the cops are too. Yeah, definitely if you're on a road trip, the cops. I mean, moving and I here. Love, I love diming out the cops. Like, oh, I see one. I'm I'm dropping it in there. A speed speed trap. Speed, speed yep. trap. Yep. I did that yesterday. Sure. I uh, I bought one of those like Uber driver window uh, suction cup things. You did, dude. It's great from uh, Otterbox. Yeah. And it was like thirty bucks, and it's great. That's- and you could freelance as an Uber driver. Uh no, nah, man. My my car's got too much damage. <laughs> one star from a honey. Please leave a message after the tone. You're walking in a forest and discover a black suitcase inside. It holds. One million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word. Don't. Would you take the suitcase or would you leave it? Message deleted. I would leave the suitcase and take the money. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So if you are new to the show, then there's something that you should know about us, and that's that all of us worked in the service industry for many years. Like, that's my first job was working in restaurants, and that was the last job that I had even before I got into radio was just working in restaurants. And I always liked the pace of it. Also, like, when you're a young man and you're working in a restaurant, you finish up at the end of the night, and you've got a pocket full of cash. Like, that is just good Dave, you're just a fast-paced dude, though. I know. I like the, like, my nightmare job would be the one like the security officers that, that has to sit at the airport and just make sure that mm-hmm. nobody comes in the exit like just being bored oh, no. would drive me insane. I would be all about that oh, life. I would yeah, hate you wouldn't, it. Honey. I mean, I, I waited tables, bartended too. Those were some of my last jobs. But we have an affinity for people who work in the service industry, man. Like I think we have seen people who are in the service industry get treated so poorly by the public, by their managers. Yep. You know, and it's just, ah, uh, man, if you are the type of person who treats people in customer service poorly, I just want to fight you. I'll never forget the day. So I, <laughs> whenever I was working in the service industry, I was working at a college bar. Um, it's called Tin Roof, and this was in Lexington, Kentucky. And um, I basically was teaching kids how to behave in bars. Because when you're 21, you don't know what to order, how to order, how to behave. You're just getting blackout drunk. How old were you when you were doing this? I was like 25. So you were you were the old maid. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, you also got to think that there's probably some kids in there that were not 21. But, you but know, the difference so you between really 25 them. and 20 or 21 is significant. Big right. difference, yeah. So as I'm, you know kind of having one of those days where if you've ever worked in the service industry, you know that sometimes on certain shifts, you either are working solo or you have like solo server and bar action. Well, that ended up happening to me one day. And there was a guy who came in plastered from one of the uh, the horse race events, Keeneland, came in so drunk and proceeded to start 
vaping and blowing it in my face. Oh. And I, like whenever you say that there are people who are just so massively disrespectful, I, I think that that blowing smoke in someone's face is almost the same as spitting on them. Yeah. To me, yes. in my, that, in my that head. Is, that is a huge offense. I for mean, sure. Yes. I'm shocked that your bouncers didn't just beat the hell out of I that I climbed dude. over that bar so fast. I mean, walked around really, but I mean, I, in my head, <laughs> whenever you, I play that scenario back in the shower. Did you guys, because <laughs> when there's a bar called Sharky's in Columbia, South Carolina, which is uh, where I lived during my college years, and it was the sort of place that like prided itself on we sell $2 beam and Cokes, mm-hmm. you know, and so every, like, everyone would just get crazy drunk at that they college They like bar. quarter pitchers too yeah, on occasion? Uh, yeah, on like certain nights, I think it was like yeah, Tuesday yeah. nights when they tried to get people in there. Uh, but that place was dead most of the time, except for like from 10 until 2 a.m., and then mm-hmm. you just could not move in there. But one thing that really, I don't think that this would happen now in 2023. Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't spend a lot of time in college bars for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> Aged but, out, Tad. But they just used to actually just beat the hell out of people. Oh, yeah, yeah the bouncers? Yeah, the bouncers. Like, oh, yeah. if, if somebody started a fight, they would just start beating them senseless. Yep. And then literally take them over like a cartoon and throw them out into the street. But it's that wild. Ch- but do you think that's changed because know. we don't have, because now cell phones exist. Cell like, phones, we right? were, You can't do that, When right? we were yeah. doing that, like, when we were in yes. college and we were going to crappy college bars, they didn't, cell phones, video cameras weren't. Oh, man, we had beepers. <laughs> <laughs> we're filming anybody with a beeper? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it still exists. I, I definitely know the uh, the very comedic toss out definitely still does. I but. feel like if it doesn't, it should. And the <laughs> reason why I say that is because sometimes in life, when you're 19 years old and you've snuck into a bar and you're doing something like blowing smoke into the bartender's face, yeah, you need an ass whooping. You need to learn. Need that's to learn a life that's lesson okay. that you've learned. Yes, like that is like you. Yes, man. You take like I saw a guy take a swing at a cop. He got his ass beat. Yep. Rightfully so. And maybe he wouldn't have done that if he had just gotten beat up at Sharky's. Yes. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Whose job is more at risk? Your show or everyone at Twitter? Message deleted. (laughs) That's so mean. Dude, I feel like, so, like... It, what? <laughs> it's already happened at Twitter, man. They already yeah. blew everyone out. I actually had a friend that worked there during that whole crazy time where Elon took over and just unceremoniously just... Did they sleep on the floor? Were they one of the floor sleepers? <laughs> no. Isn't that what he wanted? Like, to show your allegiance, like, sleep on the floor. Sleep on the floor. Sleep in the office. You're like, I don't care if about your company is asking no. you to work more hours than they're paying you, report them to OSHA. We are literally like petitioning for, for a four-day work week. Meanwhile, Elon's like sleep on the floor with the crumbs. Also, who is <laughs> against the four-day work week? Can can y'all line up so we can just slap you? Old the like the, the the old guard. That's who it is. Just because they think you have to come into the come into the building and you have to do that, man. It's just did we if we learned anything from the pandemic, like in the shorter work weeks that we were experiencing, like pro- productivity by and large goes up. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you, most people, not everyone, but most people waste so much time at work yeah. that if you just go, hey, get the job done and then you can go do whatever you want, you're like, I need like two days for But that. how much fun is wasting time, you know? I love wasting what are you, time. Hootie and the Blowfish? Uh, time. Yeah. I love just chilling. Like, I am the person <laughs> who will go through the building and just cut it up. 
Like, what you doing? Like, how you doing? People are just like, get out get of my out office. Of my office. Like, no, no. I mean, no, I, no, I, no. I'm, I'm with you. I could talk <laughs> all day. Me too, man. Oh, y'all I just exhausting. Like, what's oh, up? put your jeans on. Get to work. When you're in a new alone. building, you know, okay. it's like I never like because you, you, you especially because you got new people that are around. And you don't know all their like cues yet because like once you get a rapport with somebody, mm-hmm. you know you can ha- you can you can talk and shoot the shoot the breeze for. Then you get the you you start to learn their cues. Like okay, yeah. it's time to wrap this up. I don't know other people's yet cues yet, so yeah. I'm like, I, am I just talking too much? <laughs> You're like the guy who's asking the questions at the end of class because I've got nothing else to do at the end right of the now. Work meeting. Yes, mm-hmm. stop it. Go away, leave me alone. like to chat, man. That's why I work in radio. The the only thing that I would like to petition for is that if we could also remove Zoom meetings if we get the four-day work week. Yes. Mm -hmm. No No, more Zooms. That is a new ask. You cannot negotiate no Zooms. All Zooms should be emails. This is a negotiation. That's why we're literally asking for four-day work weeks. This is a negotiation. Three-day work weeks. I did did see a really- And we'll settle on four. (laughs) (laughs) I, I did see a really interesting meme about Zooms the other day where- I know it, it wasn't real because, you know, it would list out the all the people that were invited to the Zoom, mm-hmm. and then it would list their hourly rate, even if they were salary, like this person makes $250 an hour or whatever it is. You know, if you're inviting, like, the executive, yeah. and this person makes $40 an hour, and it, it totaled it up and said this Zoom is going to cost $2,346. Could it be an email instead? Oh. Yeah. Fire that up, that meme yeah. up the corporate ladder. That's right. <laughs> And then they're like, eh, he doesn't make enough. We'll waste all his time. <laughs> you're worth, on every you're worth nothing. Yeah. What's the most trivial thing you have a really strong opinion about? Like, a really strong opinion. For me, it's that people don't use their blinkers to parallel park. And they use their hazard lights. Hazard lights. Okay? Like, are you trying to tell me you're hazard driving? Or are you trying to tell me you're parking? Because, honestly, the law says you're supposed to use your blinker. Message I don't know if I've ever seen somebody use their hazards when they're parallel parking. I don't think so either, but uh, it, it makes me so angry. Two things. Uh, one, when somebody pulls out of a parking lot and they're real brave about it, right? Because traffic is moving at a good clip mm-hmm. and then they start going like 20 miles an hour yeah. and everyone has to what you veer doing? around. What are you, what what are are you, you doing? doing? Hit and the then, accelerator. Yeah. And then also maybe a bit more dangerous. I'm really upset when I fully plan on running a red light. I mean, not like, you know, when it's turning yellow from yellow to red, I'm like, I'm going. I'm going through this. And then the person in front of me stops. I'm like, well, you oh. stupid law-abiding citizen. My- you know, I'm so angry. If you, stop on, if you stop when it just turns yellow, oh. like the second it turns yellow and you slam on your brakes, oh, oh. that's, oh, boy. <laughs> Mine is a little bit more vain whenever it comes to, like, an appearance of a person. Mm-hmm. I can't stand whenever I can see because whenever the sun's out, the toes are out for most men and women. And uh, I can see your funky feet. And then I just immediately imagine that noise that it's going to make when it's on your sheets. Oh. And you know what I'm <laughs> yes. talking about. And oh. I, whenever I see that, I'm like, ah! it's like, just get a pedicure, dude. You like, and your dry don't, heels. <laughs> don't you hate on my bunions? <laughs> I hate it. Is there anything more awkward than an awkward handshake? Man, I'm, t- I'm having a, a tough enough time thinking of anything. Message to when you go is to, the worst. When you go to shake the hand and they want to do like the no. come in or like a, for a hug or whatever, and like if you misgrab the hand, Dude, and the then misgrabbing like, of the hand, oh, and it I only happens it. when it's somebody <laughs> oh. you kind of like maybe don't like or you're you're, you're just you're unsure yeah. about, and then it's like you have a little 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 limp handshake, and they, or they get the top they of your, your like fingers, fingers and you're yeah, like, no, and you're, no, you're just that's helpless. Not how I shake hands. No, let's, let's redo it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... 
what because there's really no point in pretending to be good at to be good at this oh I okay let me pick it up from here it's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show so every week, instead of telling you what a great job we did and one, we're wonderful and blah, 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 uh, we're just pretty realistic about the performance that we turned in. And so we like to highlight our not-so-fine moments. And so we have our producer listening very closely to all the things that we say throughout the course of the week, and then he will put them all together for us in a blooper reel, which is what we're about to put on right now. Yeah, Dave, we just want to set that bar real low and really uh, find a way to repurpose uh, our mess-ups. I would just like to go on record and say... That whenever I really like somebody, whenever I'm getting to know somebody and I've met you for the very first time, I've become a little bashful, a little shy, a little nervous. You've been you know? nervous so this I, last I, week? I was a little nervous because I liked you all so much <laughs> 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 that um, anything you may hear is just because I, I was very attracted. Very attracted to, <laughs> to, to the allure of, I, I the, see, uh, I see. New. of the newness. Okay. okay, let's have a listen and see how this goes. And complimented us. You were in a place with a thousand me's. I compliment legitimately strangers on the street all day, every what? way. Maybe you that's do? all day, every what? way, every what? way. And then right after the gym, I went and met Mahoney for cigars and drinks. Oh, but that's fine. It's called balance. No, it's no, called no, no. Balance. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. It's called balance. Balance. But I mean, I feel like. The people who are door-to-door salesmen and women, they don't pay attention to the no solicit signs. Door-to-door salesmen, salesmen. How crappy you are. I'm going to go leave a bad review on Yelp okay. as well. Okay, Karen. Karen. Okay. I am. I'm 100% going to Karen. I'm 100% going to That is me traveling back in time. You still I, had an avalanche one in the future? Avalanche one? I hope so. Nice, man. Yeah, uh, but the, the the thing that was a little bit awkward, the, the, the thing... The... Maybe that's just my southern upbringing where, like, legit, you hold the do- door open for everybody. You make small talk with everyone you meet. You hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. <laughs> But I mean, I feel like the people who are door-to-door salesmen, door-to-door salesmen, all day, every way. We'll leave a bad review on Yelp as well. Okay, Karen. Okay, I am. I'm 100% going to Karen. That is me traveling back in time. I have meal back in time. You still had an avalanche one in the future? I hope so. Legit, you hold the door all day, every way. It's called balance. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So a lot of details still kind of murky. The doctors were running a whole bunch of tests, but really scary situation for Jamie Foxx, who suffered what was called a serious medical incident, and there's some sort of complication. I mean, Jamie Foxx is in great shape, and so for him to just say, like, collapse, and they don't know why, is pretty scary stuff. He's on the mend. He's, like, joking with his family again, Um, but I guess he was set to actually do filming for his new movie that stars Cameron Diaz. And then he just collapsed. She's getting back before. into acting. Yeah, well, you know, but she but retired. I, I thought she and didn't then retire. I thought then. she re- 
re-retired because Jamie Foxx had a meltdown on set. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, are they not getting along on set? I don't think they are. Oh, that's wonderful. But anyways, back to his health. (laughs) He's not dead. He's fine. from the drama. (laughs) They haven't gotten to the bottom of what happened, uh, but his his daughter came out and said that he's on the mend and, you know. Good. But but not knowing what caused something, like, boy, I hope it's not something serious. Um, Speaking of serious, crazy story about the, the founder of the Cash app being murdered, and now we have more details about it, that it was somebody that he knew. So he was stabbed to death. In San Francisco. And everybody knows that San Francisco right now is crazy. You yeah. know, the yeah. law is there and the people are just, some of, the, some of the streets are just lawless. Yeah. It's, and that's what I think everybody assumed, that it was kind of a, a deranged person. Well, and they're closing down stores all over the place. Yeah. I mean, last time that I was in the Bay Area, it was super sketchy. I mean, yeah. like the homeless, it is a crisis with, with people that are living on the street right now. And, you know, to see, you know, we're staying at a nice hotel. You walk out and immediately right outside of the front door, there's somebody actually shooting up on the street yeah. corner. You're like, what is happening? My here, aunt and uncle live in um, in San Francisco, and my baby cousin knows how to use Narcan. Really? For that situation. That's wow. horrible. I mean, but honestly, it's important to be able to know how to yeah, use that. Yeah, but it sucks to, that they know, know. that they yeah. have to know. So, so he got stabbed. So he got stabbed, and they thought that maybe it was just some somebody who was trying to rob him. I mean, obviously, he's a very rich individual. Billionaire found, almost, yeah, right? Founder of a very popular app. Uh, turns out that it was somebody that he knew that was in, he was actually in their car and they were driving around, had some sort of argument. And this person, who's also a fellow tech executive, hopped out and stabbed him to death and then dropped the knife at the scene and took off. Like, just what? wild, man. I mean, and just, we were talking about this off mic a minute ago, how just the delusion of maybe just like a sense of narcissism or, or whatever is tied to the thought that this guy was gonna get away with it. Like, yeah. how do you commit a murder in your own vehicle, just kind of toss it away? Act of passion. Premeditated. What are you doing with a knife on you? Like a large enough well, knife to stab somebody and kill them? Because it's, it was premeditated. Maybe. He wanted, I mean, what do you mean? There is no other reason for you to be holding that style of a knife and not think that you're going to be doing something with it. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I kind of love this when celebrities, like, they, they decide they're going to do, like, kind of the virtue signaling, like, look at me, I'm doing something so great that, you know, you common plebes have to deal with. Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger was out in Los Angeles. And look, I get it. Like, nobody likes potholes in the road. They're annoying. You know, we had a friend of ours that, that lives in Chicago hit a pothole so big that it broke her bumper off her car. And I was like, that is, it like basically wrecked her car, blew out her tire, the whole thing. And then she posted a picture of her actually like sitting in the pothole just to give you an idea of how large it was. But Arnold Schwarzenegger's out here filling a pothole. So he decides, you know, the cameras are all going to be there and he's out there and he's filling the pothole and it wasn't a pothole. What was it? It was it was a trench that was being used because they were doing some city work. Oh no! And so he's he goes over there, (laughs) fills it up and paves it over the whole bit, and they're like. Arnold, you idiot. I, I love that he just didn't know what a pothole actually looked like. Because <laughs> he's you know? so removed from it. Yes. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, what's your current obsession of late? Uh, what's been like eating up most of your free time? And I'll go ahead and add this, other than TikTok. Message deleted. 
<laughs> TikTok doesn't eat up any of Dave or I's time. None. We are not on there. Nope. But, but to be fair, you guys always tease me about my phone consumption. And every time we look at my screen time, mine is less than both of I yours. I think you got a secret phone that you're on and yeah. you don't share you with us. You got a secret TikTok phone. Yeah. Given to you by the Chinese uh, government. My, cur- okay. my current obsession <laughs> is interior design. Because, you know, you, you, you move, you're thinking about, you know, the house you're going to build. And so, like, I'm on, like, Home and Garden. I'm watching all those renovation shows. I'm just, you know, trying. I'm, I'm super into that right now. That's what all of my free, you know, brain power is going to is, like, what we're going to do with a new house. Uh, mine's a little different. My uh, current obsession that takes up most of my free time is making sure that my children don't murder themselves. Obsession, you yeah, say, yeah. or just like Constantly, necessity. Every single time that I have a free moment, it is interrupted by one of my children doing something extraordinarily stupid that could probably kill them. Well, is- I think you're lucky though, because your oldest daughter, she's seven, mm-hmm. she's very, very know, cautious. Cautious. Yes. And I think, you know, she'll be a good steward for the other children oh, no, when she gets the, a little bit older. Yeah, not yeah. the typical uh, firstborn. Second mother trope. Yep. yep. I get to work, kid. There's, God, hey, that first order thing well. is a real thing. Get to work I, so it, daddy can drink. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Dave, I am the firstborn. I was the trial child, as I like to call myself. Um, because my brother and sister are seven and eight years younger than me. So I was inherently the babysitter, the yep. mother, the everything that, you know, when parents were working or my mom went back to school, yep. I had to watch my brother and sister because in the 90s and early 2000s, I could be left alone at 11, you know, yep. with, with a two-year-old because, you know, that was just normal. Maybe even eight years old. Maybe even five. When you turned out It great. was Alabama. When you turned out great. Alabama. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. When... Well, because you, Dave, you had you had five uh, five siblings, five yeah. siblings total, you know, so that you were never left a home alone. But like, I was no, I'm an only child, so you know what? Like, and I distinctly remember like the first time I got to stay home alone. Like, my parents went to the store, and I got to stay home alone. How old were you at the time? I was 11. 11. So, I mean, for when, when I think about that same scenario, like me growing up, it was around the age of like 13, 14 is when the oldest kid would be allowed to babysit the yeah. younger kids and the parents ah. would be okay leaving. Okay, so like what about the in the old. car alone? My wife. Newborn. <laughs> in the car kidding. alone? Yeah, no, you never, what do you mean? Like you, your parents never left you guys in the car alone? Like oh. if you were at the grocery no. store or Walmart? No, never? never, not once. Yes, all the time. They just, you guys stay here. I'll but be right you back. had six six of you. Yeah, I, I don't even know what I age that started one. happening at. Probably, yeah, from... Do we even have seatbelts? Like, I don't remember car seats. Oh, we were growing no, up. No. My mom put me in the front seat. <laughs> I'll say like, this. in the car seat. <laughs> so She was know, young. She didn't know. Yeah. The, you know, I'll say this. What I haven't seen in years since I lived in Missouri, which has kind of, like, freaked me out, is teenagers and kids. Like, in pickup trucks. In the back of yeah. pickup trucks. Yeah. Like, I Been mean, there, I'm, done you're that. seeing, I'm like, alive. I, I mean, I haven't seen that in 20 years. And so it's like, you know, I'm, I was going to a Starbucks on, a, like, a Friday night to get some coffee because I just needed a pickup and I'm right behind a pickup with seven or eight teenagers just sitting in the Are back. Are you worried of, that one's going to tumble out and you're going to run them over? All I can think of is like, oh my God, kids, you get, you get, this is so dangerous. So, and meanwhile, such an old I, we now. packed 10 kids no, into a, a Honda CRX, you know, yeah. laying in, in the, the trunk. trunk and if we <laughs> yes. got into a, the, the slightest fender bender, all of us would have been smushed. Mahoney, if people can put ladders in the back of those trucks and they don't fly out, a kid's fine. Yeah, kids are fine. Yeah. And kids are way easier to make than ladders. Please leave a message after the tone. Name a safer place to fart than the zoo. 
Message deleted. At the zoo. Dude, the, the orangutan house at the zoo is the safest place. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 